Welcome to the Progress Neighborhood Podcast. My name is Maggie and today we'll be having or we're having another creative soul. One of my good friends from college and after college, uh, a mother figure to me. <laughs> Suyen. Uh, hi, Suyen. Hi. Can't believe you told them I'm a mother figure. Yeah, I call you Mama Sue for... I know. For five years. For... <laughs> for yeah. The, until no, so ever since ever since we knew each other, like uh-huh. 2012. Yeah, oh 2012. Oh my God, that's a long. Time. I've been calling you Mama Sue because uh, you'll always ask me. Uh, oh, tapos na ba yung assignment? Oh, tapos mo na ba yung ganito? Babagsak ka na naman. Anong ginagawa mo? <laughs> eh, kasi naman. <laughs> anyway, yeah, fine. Everybody yes. knows I'm Mama Sue. Mm-hmm. Yes, everybody knows I call you Mama Sue. But my listeners don't, so yeah. <laughs> Ayun, so can you can you tell us more about who you are and what you currently do? Ah, uh, who am I? Um, My name is Suyen. So I go by Suyen. I'm not gonna tell you my full name anymore. <laughs> I'd rather be known as that. Um, I'm a freelance creative artist, so I usually do visual um, visual work. So that goes with visually directing videos. I also do painting. I exhibit paintings, and um, I also do. Um, fashion design works so i recently competed um in japan around months ago and that was um that was unexpected i didn't expect every part of it so yeah anything that involves visual communication that's what i do mm. <laughs> it's very vague but um i don't know I'm, i i like to be involved in anything that allows me to tell a story that's that's the main thing oh my. Yeah. and then yeah. uh, what are what are the careers that you pursued after college? Because I've been always wondering. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, because I don't really like to advertise what I do, <laughs> which uh, is weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So just people like uh, people will just find me here and then find me somewhere else. And mm-hmm. yeah, I've had my own adventure. So, so after college, I kind of studied a bit of. Um, fashion styling because I really because I I didn't do fashion at all mm-hmm. during college you know that um, I yeah. did um, diplomatic okay. affairs so um, I did a bit of fashion styling and because of that because of studying that I was able to work for a local um, brand here it was fa- uh, it's a famous local brand actually it's called Joannique and then it has a lot of consignments around the globe so I was doing marketing for them so that's where I actually learned more about marketing and um, I did product photography and product development all the things that I didn't really study about I was able to learn there and I stayed there for two years actually Mm -hmm. and after that I did part-time as an exhibitor like for different trade fairs and at the same time I did styling for styling and illustration for a costume designer so there's this costume designer named uh, Guada Reyes and she did a costume design for the film of Mr. Yam Laranas and the film was called Aurora 
And uh, yeah, I was able to go to Batanes because of that and meet a lot of different interesting characters, interesting individuals. And after that, yeah, um, I did more, but I'm gonna tell you later. <laughs> well, There's just so many things I did. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned Aurora, the movie with Anne Curtis, right? Yeah, yeah, actually. Ayun, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that movie... That movie, yeah. one of my one of my editors when I was still in ABS-CBN is the editor of Aurora. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, ayon. And then piyak ba may abong kain lagi na parang oh ganito sa batanis, ganito sa batanis. Hindi pumunta ka sa batanis. Pero no, no. I mean, when I went to batanis, it was so breathtaking, and then the people oh, are so God. kind. Oh, so God. like people are kind. Uh, you you can't really complain. <laughs> <laughs> and you can go to the beach anytime. <laughs> you don't have to pay for anything. Uh, oh nga daw, as in parang parang sabi mm. uh, sabi It's open friend, for everyone. Parang uh, hindi daw sila Pilipino to do something. <laughs> so because, <bro>. um <laughs> ang interesting kasi doon, uh, am I allowed to speak Tagalog? Yeah. Okay. So nung pumunta kasi kami doon, ma It's interesting kasi pag nandito ka sa Manila, hindi naman yung mag-hi lang sa'yo. Di ba pag nag-hi sa'yo, bigla yeah. lang stranger, weirdo yun, di ba? Uh-huh. Like, I mean, normally, it would be weird. Uh-huh. I mean, not for me, because, you know, um, why not, right? But then there, it's normal for people to greet you, good morning, good afternoon, oh. even though they don't know you at all. Mm-hmm. I think I'd like And that. Then, because, yeah. ganun, ganun sa Ireland, eh. sa Ireland, people mm-hmm. get, greet you as if they know you. Hmm. <laughs> I like it. Kasi lang mahaba yung good morning nila. Parang, basta parang four or five lines. I forgot I forgot about it. Uh, so yeah, good morning na lang. Uh, Not in their ano, language. Mm-hmm. Ayun. So, uh, what are the common challenges uh, na na-encounter mo after college? Since we both know. We both know. Kasi uh, na, na kung ano yung kinuha natin sa so school is not yeah. our line ayon yeah. i myself is a testament on that um yeah. uh what are the common challenges na mm. encounter after college uh now what diba ah okay so after college honestly college was challenging because um it wasn't really what i wanted for me that's the main thing But then after that, the challenging part initially was figuring out what I really want to do for me. Because mm. I've already done all the, like I've studied already what someone else wanted for me. So, ano na yung next? So, it was hard figuring out what it is that I really wanted to do for myself. Mm. Like, that's why I did a lot of things. That's why we dabbled on many things because we wanted yeah. to figure out what we wanted to do or what it is that would, you know, um, help us um, serve our purpose or even create our purpose in that sense. So that was one. And the other thing was trying to convince, you know, convincing the people who matter to you that that was what you wanted. Because it took a while, like it took a while for even my dad or even... Yeah, my dad and my mom. It took a while for them to accept that I couldn't be what they really wanted for me as much as they wanted it for me. And as much I wanted to respect that, it was it was hard to break their heart in that sense. But I couldn't break mine anymore. You get it. 
Yeah. So, um, but one way or another, um, I mean, now I have my own attic, my own studio. So I'm lucky enough to have that. My um, is this the same attic parent, that I visited? I think so. We're, yeah, when you when you were here, yeah, it's the same. But now I'm adding furniture and remodeling it because nice. I have to do a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm I'm personally behind on the projects that I'm supposed to do. But yeah, um, that's the challenging thing was like um making them accept who I wanted for myself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but now it's more of a trying to put yourself out there for for me yeah, like as a person i'm very introspective and at the same time very um i'm very private mm-hmm. but then it's a very it's a it's a very um transparent world na parang you have to show everything that you need to show parang uh, it's too cliche na to be anonymous you get it the anonymous so yeah. so you took that chance on marketing for a mm-hmm. rebrand Uh, yeah. To contribute dun sa um, yeah. goal mo na malaman yung mm. purpose mo. Mm-mm. What decided? Yeah, because um. So what? What made you decide to move forward after that? Move. What made me decide to move forward as in to get out of yeah, like from, after, from after working? From marketing. Yeah. Um. Uh, in my experience, uh, tumalun din ako sa marketing after ko sa stock. Yeah, I remember. After the stock exchange, I was a digital marketing specialist for a real estate brand. And then after that, parang inisip ko parang I'm here, dead end na to sa akin. <laughs> Dito na ako tatanda or something like that. Pero you from marketing, what made you decide to move on? Leave. Oh, yeah. Ah, actually, yeah. Um, it's like two sides of a coin. We're in. There was a good thing and a bad thing. Um, the, I guess what made me decide was one. Um, I think I've done everything, or I've already accomplished the things that I wanted to learn, uh, like do. And at the same time, I've learned the things that I wanted to learn. And I was feeling restless already, and at the same time stuck. I mean, I love the people, and I, I'm still in contact with the people, and I still, you know, from time to time we collaborate. And they've always been supportive of me, even in my endeavors. So, what made me move on from them was just really um, something personal. Like I was already restless. I wanted to try something new that would contribute more to the to the um, I guess ultimate goal mm-hmm. of myself. It's just it's just hard for me because um, I wouldn't say that I'm a floater. It's more of a I'm. I was allowed that time. I was just really allowing myself to, you know, swim through what I could, what 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 I could learn while you know while you're young. Uh-huh. You wanna you wanna absorb everything and you wanna take your chances, take your risks. Yeah. So, what made me move was really the restlessness. Uh, ultimately. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, no. So that's the thing. So when I because I was restless. Then, and then I did a vacation in Japan, and then I said maybe I should experience living somewhere else that's not my own country. Mm. So after working a few months after um, working in Germany, 
I seem to Japan. Mm. Pero there are more opportunities na pwedeng mag-open sa'yo sa marketing, right? Yeah, there are. I mean, marketing is, I think marketing is already like ingrained to me now. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, like, it's something that I can't get rid of anymore. It's like, whenever I see something, whenever I see a, an ad, a brand, or whatever, that's just automatic. It happens. Mm. Like, the scanning, the analysis, it happens a lot. But I wanted to, exp- I've always wanted to experience studying in a con- in one of my favorite countries. And at the same time, I wanted to be in a place where the language is different from mine because there's a different understanding and different realization you get from being in a different place, right? Like when you are in Ireland, of course, what you realize there is very different. The way of life is different and something that you want to carry and learn. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, um, I'm like a mushroom. <laughs> Someone called me like, I'm like a mushroom. Sometimes I just pop up out of nowhere and then I just disappear. <laughs> oh nga. Iyon. I was like, oh, um, last month, because uh, I don't know if napapansin mo sa Instagram ko, is, um, me and Bianca meet up. Oh yeah, I saw you. Day. I saw your photo. Yeah. yeah it's, it's what we call once a year, every year thing. Uh. And then this year, ang sinabi niya is, uh, okay, we're going to BGC. And naalala niya na, naalala ko na parang uh, you told me na uh, BGC is your go-to place, right? It was like, sabi ko, do you want to have Suyen tag along or something? Oh, sige, sige. So I was like, I messaged you that time yata sa messenger. Yeah. Oh, hindi pa alam. Did I receive it? I guess, yes, I guess. Oh. I did not. Oh, I'm so sorry. But I would have wanted to meet Bianca. Oh. I'm not sure about you, but I wanted to meet Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> Ayun. So, so the, um, for for the past few years, we we wonder parang um uh parang pag na-bring up ka na, okay, si Suyen. Si the last time I heard of Suyen is nasa marketing siya. Pero... The way I see it sa kanyang social media, parang wala na marketing. I'm not sure. Ganyan. Yeah, I mean, I did, I sometimes do part-time jobs with that brand still because, mm-hmm. you know, um, I love them and they trust me and all and um, we had a good connection and actually, like, last year, before, like, before the lockdown happened, I was, a- I was able to exhibit, like, do my solo, sh- solo show um, of my paintings, my art pieces in the um, in the space that was uh, created by the said brand, the owner of the said brand. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, you weren't able to go there, but I did invite <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah, we were yeah, like, invited. <laughs> I did. I mean, I posted on my Facebook and my Instagram. I, know, I, know, I mean, I if I posted it, of course, everyone's uh, okay. invited, right? <laughs> <laughs> but actually, some of my friends did like say, why didn't you invite us? I'm like, what's the point of having social media if you don't think you're yeah. invited? Yeah, mas maganda kasi yung ano, uy, punta ka. Personally invite. <laughs> yeah, that's what I realized. Because even my boss, when I did a group show um, sometime in 2019, uh, right after I came back from a vacation, uh-huh. um, I did a show. I was invited by Divine Intervention. I was invited. So that was my first time to actually show my works to the mm. public. 
Uh-huh. And then, then my my former boss was like, "Why didn't you invite me?" And I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I said, "Ma, uh, uh, Miss, you can go." I mean, I I openly invited everyone, <laughs> but then I realized, I realized, yeah, it's better to personally invite. And mm. it's I I felt so stupid to not realize that at an earlier time. Ayo, how 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 did it feel? Now you get to exhibit your works. Mm. At first, felt surreal mm. because I didn't think that it would happen to me. I didn't think I would be given an opportunity to do that, and I I don't know why I was invited to be honest, but. Since I was, I said, "Fine, let's say yes to this," and then I did that. And yeah, I mean, I couldn't explain it at first because just seeing it and other people seeing it, I felt like a part of myself being um, being ripped open, and then at the same time, someone like digging through myself, like digging through me, and it's very um, novel. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, something new. Mm. And scary. It's just it's scary. I mean, it's scary when someone else sees what you've been trying to hide, but at the same time trying to show. Mm. Really? You know it's what? It's like an irony. Remember, you remember Vince? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Vince. Vince and I saw it coming. What? For your own exhibit. What? Yes. No. Because I you know we've we've been following you dun sa app called. Hello, hello.co. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, there's this one time na after we guys room around Intramuros and then yeah. we stayed for a couple of beers and then Vince was like um, uh, skimming through your Hello account. And then sabi niya parang, uh, bakit hindi mag-exhibit si Ate Suyin? <laughs> Kaya ano, sponsor mo. Di ba, we have We Harvest. Let's set up a, an art exhibit exclusively for for Atisuyen. And there was like, sabi nga, sabi nga, sabi ko na lang parang, hindi, pagagalitan lang ako na. No? Ayun. No? Yeah, pero technically, we're, we we saw it coming. Kaya nga nung, nung nakita namin sa, ano, sa, sa, Instagram, sa Instagram. Ah, uh, ganun na lang kami hanggang hanggang double tap na lang kami. Hindi niyo man lang ata pinuntahan, nakakaloka. <laughs> okay. Pero yeah, I mean, hopefully I can exhibit more. I mean, I'm I might do virtual ones muna because, you know, can't really go out. Actually, naalala nga kita when I was in uh Dublin. Uh Yeah. Near you here. went to Dublin. You didn't tell me right away. I was supposed to tell you. Can you tell me about the scene there? It's they have they have a street in Dublin uh, where in yeah. contemporary artists or modern artists uh, are hopping from place to place to exhibit their art. So uh, I get I got to interview uh, like two people or three people and introduce me to a lot of of artists. Na rin. That's why Progress Neighborhood grew. Hindi dito sa Manila, dun sa Ireland na siya nag-bloom yung Progress Neighbor podcast cuz I've uh, been doing private um, contents for them uh, kasi I was 
technically scared to to publish it in public before until such time na may nagsabi sa akin na parang oh why is your podcast not in Spotify why is your podcast is not in in um, Google Podcast or Apple ayon tapos nung by the time na nilabas ko yung podcast ko sa Apple uh, those co- that community that art community in Dublin uh, promoted it and mm. um, yeah network oh network promoting and then ang naging thankful ako doon kasi uh, dun dun lumaki yung traction ng podcast because mm. uh, if you check it sa not to brag but if you check it sa Apple podcast right now Progress Neighborhood is rated 5 stars really yeah. I, I haven't checked the Apple because I don't oh. have Apple but <laughs> Ay, yeah. don't blame me I'll check it out with my my sister's uh, account Mm. But yeah, good for you. Ayun, pero ayun nga, naalala kita kasi there's this there's this um exhibit there uh from a Polish artists uh artist. Oh, I love um you. she works as a um she waits tables sa yeah. in the morning and then she studies um at night. Ayun. So Uh, nagkaroon sila na exhibit doon and yung yung drawings niya my mom was like anong ginagawa mo dyan appreciate mo yan or something <laughs> kasi kasi the drawings are just lines like that and then I mean the same art that you doodle when we were in college alam mo yun? oh my god Those... you still remember what I doodle in college course, you should forget course. about it <laughs> I don't like talking about it <laughs> Ayan, so yung mga yung mga doodles mo nung college, I was like, uh, parang ganon, um, just pure lines. Tapos ang gulo, sabi nga ng mom ko, appreciate mo yan, ang gulo-gulo yun. Alam mo yun? Tapos, I love your mom. Sabi niya, sabi niya, art yan, ba't walang color? Sabi niya, <laughs> mom, may, may Pilipino dun sa other side ng rooms, marinig ka niya or something. Ano naman, totoo naman. Oh, how, how can you tell that? It's an art kung walang color or something. Teka may ano, lines lang yan. Kaya kong gawin yan. Gaganunin ko lang yung paintbrush tapos di-display ko na. Yes. Yun rin, which is a funny thing. Cause, it's such uh, a mommy thing to say. Oh. Uh, and then, no, hindi siya tumitigil as in. Kahit nung pauwi na, pauwi na kami. Pauwi na kami oh, sa... Oh, it's just a mommy thing. Yeah. It's okay. Pauwi na kami sa Sligo and then sabi niya, uh, pwede ko palang pagkakitaan yun, no? Uh, bibili lang ako ng canvas just that's what two euros for two canvases and then ganun yung ko lang ng painting and, and then I exhibit ko na tapos gamit sila di mo magkani entrance actually to. a lot of doctors are doing ano yeah art siguro ang, in my in my part I mean uh, siguro naisip ko na lang na parang uh, nasabi siguro ni mommy yun na parang ng mom ko na parang na-appreciate mo kasi the entrance was a whopping 25 euros And you get a beer. Ah. <laughs> uh. And the beer was yeah, but priced then, you, you, cents. You, so it was like yeah, but you 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 pay the ane, you pay uh, the space. You pay the space. You pay yeah the uh, everything like the the lights, the the suppliers that are mm-hmm. present in the exhibit. Ayun. Yeah. Ayun. So, ayun. So na naalala kita nung. Bakit ko pumunta? Na? Yeah, ay, ko. Tapos na, nakita ko yung, akala ko, akala ko libre lang siya kasi it's open. Tapos may mga tao lang na pumapasok doon in something. So, um, 
uh, sabi ko pa nga it's it's like a trick or something kasi nung palabas na kami sa kanila sinabi na it's 25 euros so it's like okay sige 25 euros <laughs> ayun sabi nga ng brother ko buti na lang pala hindi kami pumasok kasi that's an automatic 100 euros for the four of us <laughs> ayun so, so ayun and then by the time na pag-uwi ko dito um I I resumed working as a corporate slave uh, in the development industry in the tech industry. Ayun, and then nakita ko nga yung uh, yung exhibit mo. I was like, okay, we saw it coming. Sabi ni, I mean, it's the same reaction with Vince. Sabi niya. Sabi. Ni. <laughs> Ayun, sabi ni. <laughs> Ayun, so I have to do more pa. Oh. Uh, I'm a bit behind still. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so uh, in terms of art or being an artist, let's talk about your brand. You call it your brand, right? Yeah, tell us more about Dear Stranger. Ah, no, it's not my brand. It's actually, that's the thing. Um, so Dear Stranger is a, it's the name of the capsule collection that I did in collaboration with a brand that's founded by two amazing souls like they're my good friends one of them was actually my co-worker in my previous uh, in the marketing um industry and then um honestly i was invited just five six months ago and then they wanted that concept because i actually made a custom dear stranger before I went to Japan because I wanted a kind of shirt that I could carry and you know um, wear while I'm there. Because the Dear Stranger was Dear Stranger is a capsule collection that is made to convey gratitude, to appreciate the you know the solace you find in um, in anonymity, like being able to to appreciate and even share kindness to people that you don't know and to appreciate the kindness that you've received from people who don't have anything to do with you at all. Hmm. So, I did that with my friend's brand. The brand is called Him. So, it's actually it used to, it, it's actually a passion project that, you know, unites spirituality and of course style. And um, yeah, uh, I've been modeling for that brand I guess somewhere in 2017. So I've been bra- I've been modeling for them, and then eventually, after I was able to exhibit, then they invited me to do works with them. So that's what happened this year, which I was so lucky. And then, um, dear stranger is um. It actually started in 2015. It was just supposed to be a concept. Mm. So I did that because, yeah, because I did that because I've accumulated a lot of um, experiences with different people who I didn't know, especially when I was in Japan. Like I've received so much kindness, whether it was in the train station, whether it was um, in a random street in a restaurant when I got lost when. When I was confused and all those things, even when I was actually heartbroken, mm. I received a kind of a kind of um, um, 
kindness from someone I didn't know personally. So I've kept that concept of Dear Stranger and I've written many things about it. And I was given the chance to do the capsule collection this year. So yeah, I'm very thankful for it. And I hope people could, you know, um, share that as well. Because sometimes we receive a kind of kindness or grace that we don't really expect. Especially from people we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That means that means Especially now during oh, pandemic, oh. right? The parang sometimes we, <clears throat> I mean, we do listen to our family, to our friends, but there's a kind of heartache or there's a kind of suffering that sometimes we appreciate it from someone who don't know us more, but they can understand what we're going through. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Oh. Pero the initial concept ba nung Dear Stranger is um, being something like that or there's more to it? What do you mean? Uh, like, for I mean, example, uh, as you mentioned kanina, uh, it's more of like an advocacy to you uh, or a personal take on on the contributions nung, nung uh, strangers sa'yo. Mm. Yeah. Or there's more to it. Well, it starts from something very personal and it becoming a collection and, you know, it's actually it's getting bigger and wider. One one way or another, it's going to be something else, but still the original concept is Dear Stranger. I mean, I'm, um, well, after college, that's when I realized I'm actually, even though I'm very, um, introverted i also have a very strong extroverted side of myself yes right <laughs> right yeah. yeah so right so when i realized that that's when yeah that's why the concept of dear stranger um, evolved even more it's because it's also like a realization of myself as someone who can actually you know be like be able to engage with someone else in I don't know, from the most trifle conversation to the deepest one you can think of. Mm. Yeah, it's a Dear Stranger is a kind of um it's a kind of connection, I guess, that I want to share with other people. Mm. That's why that's why it's called Dear Stranger. It's not just stranger, but dear stranger. Because it can be like saying like stating a letter or starting a letter which is dear stranger, and also saying that that stranger is dear to you. Mm. Yeah. Yung bayon, yung t-shirt na suit mo. Ah yeah, it's actually one of them. Wow. So this is Dear Stranger, and this one is the Akap one. So it has a um long okay, sorry, it's like a embrace at the back. Oh nice, may two XL yeah. ba niyan? <laughs> ah yeah, there is. You oh, just that, order. That's how big can... I am right now. I'm two XL. <laughs> oh my god, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> But you can, <laughs> yeah. Why not? I mean, okay. Whatever. I mean, it's pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Na um, uh, uh, it's becoming like your personal brand or something. Pero right now, sa tingin mo, san papunta si Dear Stranger? What's next for Dear Stranger after that collaboration to to him? With him? With him? Um, I've yet to talk to them about it, but. Mm, probably it will be more um, leaning towards um, 
creating more conversations, creating a more um, vocal platform. You know what? <laughs> Naisip ko yan. Yeah. You should you should create a podcast, pero featuring strangers. I mean, just since ikaw nag-invite ka naman ng tao sa sa exhibit mo publicly sa Instagram, why not do it like oh, gusto niyo interview? Hi stranger. Yeah, we'll see. Hi stranger. We'll see. I mean, <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> no, we'll see. I mean, yeah, um, everyone becomes a stranger eventually. I mean, hmm. the distance is there, but it's like strangers but not strangers. So, I yeah, it's, I'm open for that. Uh, hopefully, I mean, I have to talk to the the one I collaborated with because, you know, we need to brainstorm still. Mm. But yeah, why not? <laughs> ayan. So, ayan. and then, uh, another thing that puzzles everyone, um, your briefs. No, <laughs> who's everyone? <laughs> a lot. A lot. Um, uh, meron yung one time, uh, Kate was browsing uh, yung Instagram. Oh, hi, Kate. Ayan. And then, um, sabi niya, oh, nasa Japan na pala si Suyen. Ayan. And then, ah, talaga ba? Tapos ako naman doon si Chai. Oh, nga, no? Tas, and then, magkikita kami ni Bianca. I was like, um, I think nasa Japan si Suyen. Tapos, oh nga, nakita ko sa Instagram. And then, here comes Kimi na parang, uh, Maki, I'm in Japan. I'm meeting Suyen in a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, man. I have photos. I'll send you. <laughs> and it was like, okay, sige, kayo na lang. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ayun, so tell us your brief stay in Japan. You, you did study there, right? Tama. Yeah, I did. Um, um, yeah, because initially you can study language there. Technically, when you go to Japan, the easiest way to stay there longer is to study the language. Honestly, mm-hmm. so um, so before I went to Japan, I really applied to the school directly. So I was lucky enough, and I'm still friends with the one who coordinated with me. And wow. I even did, and I even did part-time job with them when they went here. So, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, <cool>. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I know. Um, so I stayed there for about six months. Initially, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be one year, but then, uh, one, my, for personal reasons, at the same time, I've met some of the goals that I needed. I stayed there shorter. So I stayed there for six months. I actually was living with with our schoolmate. I don't know if you remember Jackie. Jackie. Jackie who? <laughs> There's a lot of uh, Jackie. Jackie Lee. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I stayed with her. So, she was, she she started there as also a student, but that she was a teacher. She turned into a teacher there, English teacher. So, I stayed there for six months. And the first, <laughs> first month, I think, I, even though I studied Japanese in the Philippines, and when I went there, I was so bad. Like, I didn't understand anything for the first month. Mm. But eventually, um, yeah, I, I went there. I stayed in Zama. I studied Japanese in a school named Unitas. It's in Shinjuku. So they also have a, a branch somewhere else. Kofu, I think. But the one I studied in is in Tokyo, in Shinjuku. So I studied there and I made <laughs> I made a lot of Chinese friends. There was Indonesian, that, that was, there was Malaysian. That, that was weird. 
you were in Japan and you gained a lot of Chinese friends. Yeah, no, because because um, yeah, and I even had made made a very close Russian friend. She's wow. in Russia now. Yeah, oh. so um, it's because when you go to a Japanese school, you don't really expect to study with Japanese, right? Yeah, oh. you're studying Japanese exactly. So, so I made friends of- with different foreigners there and different Asians. And um, yeah, it was interesting because you're really compelled to speak in Japanese, and the 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 system is really strict. Mm-hmm. And you have to be strict with time. Like I had to. There was only one time that I was late in class the whole six months, and there was only one time that I was absent. That's how strict it was. And the teaching methods, kind of a no, very method. Methodological, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I even. But it was fun. At the same time, like we were forced not to speak in English <laughs> or any other languages, and I got to immerse myself culturally. Like they would make you go, they would make you go to um different festive, different festivals. They would make you go to, uh, different events, um. What else? I was able to experience summer there. Summer there is the best, but it was also the worst because it was so hot. Like there was one point I had to eat ice cream just to, I I had to eat ice cream so I could walk going to the station. That <laughs> wow. was like that's what like it was so hot. Oh. I don't know. Um, yeah, what I'll, else do you want to know? I'll, I'll tell my I'll tell my Irish friends and neighbors that if they want to experience real summer, they just go to Japan because they don't yeah. want to go to the Philippines. Because everything that's that's negative about the Philippines is technically out there. So why? What do you mean? Ah, uh, yeah. So no, nag- I think they just need patience. Yeah, I know. If they're Pero, not patient. Yeah. Sasabihin ko na lang sa kanya. Kasi summer in Ireland is still 13 degrees. Cold. Yeah, exactly. I and know. it's raining. In, and it's summer. In ja- <laughs> no, in Japan, they also have summer rains. But yeah, um, it's it was really hot. Like I, There were times that there, you'd, you'd hear ambulance. Uh, ambulances. Nope. <laughs> passing through the streets of Shinjuku because a lot of people are fainting because of heat stroke. Yeah. yeah, but so yeah it was fun. I, w- I was able to experience Tanabata and the fireworks, the Hanabi. I was able to experience autumn there properly. I hate the cold, just so you know. But I love autumn. And I what I love you is hate that... hate the cold and yet you want to go to Ireland. I want to see. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying I'll live there, but like, <laughs> why wouldn't I want to see something different from my place, right? Yeah, tama. Yeah, I mean, just because there's something that's unlikable doesn't mean it will prevent you from still going. True. Right? I'm going to clip that. <laughs> going to clip that. Well, anyway, ayun. So, um, after that, while studying and you said nag part-time kayata or something like that. Pero, oh yeah, no. I was a uh, weird guy. Like, even though I was in Japan, I was doing part-time, uh, I was doing graphics, gra- graphic design for my mom while she's in Zamboanga. And then, I also did like, I mean, survey. 
I had to go to I had to go to Hakone with the um, random students and then we would survey different people about I don't know I don't about the implications of um you know the the fumes the the what was the fumes the sulfur fumes from the from the nearby factory from, from, yeah no 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 the factory I mean Hakone with the are they geysers no volcanoes something like that there's a steam coming out of it mm-hmm. and then it's kind of it's not really that good for the system but people still go there it's like they think it's um, one way or another it can be healthy they like even the the Chinese people they really love those um, black um, black boiled eggs mm. they say that if you eat one it would increase five years of your life wow so if but, I eat- 25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, times five. But the But. thing is, it doesn't it didn't taste anything like it just tasted like an ordinary egg. <laughs> it just looked black. <laughs> Actually, sulfur, I think sulfur is good for the skin, but Yeah, it is. Bad yeah, for but your then lungs. I'm not sure about the lungs. <laughs> It's bad for your lungs. Yeah. It, I feel I felt I feel like they should have put a sign of how long you should stay there, mm. right? Like estimation of how long. Like you can do a lot of survey of what people think about the place, blah blah blah. The first one I actually interviewed was someone who works with, when it comes to um, geolo- was a geological research guy, eh? which which was good timing. Mm. But then what he, you know, what he said, it was really the the length of staying there. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the main issue of it. But yeah, I saw a lot of Pinoy's there. Rin. Like wow. the big vacation bus. <laughs> so yeah, I did that, and then um, um, because studying was also hard because it was you know full day because I had to commute because I I'm from Zama, so my commute is technically one hour, and that one hour is that I have to take. One, two, three. Around three to four trains, mm-hmm. and then I had to walk. So oh. even so, even though I had the no, even though I had the time, I didn't really have that much energy. And um, I, when I had to go back para makatipet so that I could save up money, I had to walk more. So instead of riding the nearest station, I would go to the farthest station mm. just so I could ride lesser number of trains and that's so that I could one way or another exercise by walking. I was so thin there like like I love walking. Yeah, I love walking. Yeah, I know that. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course I love walking and I really got thin because of walking, but you know, it's still tiresome. Mm-mm. There was a, um what I could say was my experience as a student there was ev- after every class I would go to an underground um, a cafe chain I think it's Veloci um, Cafe Veloce so I would go to the underground cafe there in Shinjuku and then I would do my homework and I would sometimes call or um, have a conversation with some friends back in the Philippines and then after doing my homework I have to go I have to ride the train and then sometimes I would arrive around 9 10 wow in Zama yeah in Zama 
So, so when I would when I arrive, um, Jackie was already sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> You're living the anime life. <laughs> yeah. No, and I I got the opportunity to actually go to a school like a. Uh-huh. Elementary to high school school, and then um, Jackie brought me there, and you know, the schools look like the ones in anime. Wow. Yeah, oh. yeah, it was so fun, and then they were making mochi. I I still have the videos. I'm gonna post it sometime in my Instagram or my other account in Instagram. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Um, I enjoyed immersing with uh, in uh with them. With the people, and they were kind, especially the old ones. Even though I, I couldn't speak proper Japanese, they would still talk to me. So there was one time someone would come up to me and just compliment my tattoo, and it was an old man. <laughs> I was about to cross the street, but yeah, I don't know. So much to say about Japan. Mm. I wish I could live. I wish I could go back and you know live longer there. Mm-hmm. So if there would be a lesson. That you could hmm. share to our listeners right now, na natutunan yeah. mo sa Japan. What would it be? Hmm. That would be. I think there's two. Okay, go for two. Number one is mindfulness. Mindfulness hmm. number one. It's like at the top of the list. Like everything you do. It's different from a ano, Western perspective, but there, everything you do, you have to consider. How it would affect the other people, the people around you. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, it doesn't mean that you hold back on the things that you want to do. It just means that you have to have a higher degree of um, consideration for others, mm-hmm. as compared to you know, as compared to other places, maybe Western countries, maybe even the Philipp- in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mindfulness is supposed to supposed to be. Um, One of your one of the things that you should learn there. And the second would be how they value you as a person. I know how they value work. So for them, what I learned is that it doesn't matter what kind of work you have, whether you're because um, they survive in part-time jobs even because you're paid by the hour. So it doesn't matter whether you work as a whether it's a janitor, as a waitress, uh, someone in the restaurant, or a company worker. It doesn't matter. The point is that they value you because you work hard. Mm. Yeah, and like here, right? And like here, the people look at you, and then if they know what your position, they would one way or another. They they either look up to you or they look down on you. But there, for them, it's a matter of um. Putting value in your work, that you yourself you're proud of what you're doing. Mm. It's better than being idle. Doesn't matter as long as you work, as long as you're a hardworking person, as long as you practice that isho kenmei with all you've got. What's isho kenmei? Isho kenmei is like doing things with all you've got. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's like an expression. Yeah, I'll use the, the old the old Japanese people like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so more of Suyen when we return after this interesting plug from our neighborhood for our featured podcast of the month, Dark Theory PH. The truth they say is out there. Trouble is, the truth sometimes 
can be bland and uninteresting. Subscribe to Dark Theory. Dark Theory is a self-produced Philippine podcast that takes you down a rabbit hole of mystery, conspiracy, and dark twisted tales that blur the boundaries of what you know to be real. Subscribe to A Little Darkness. Listen to Dark Theory, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. We make the truth a tad bit more delightful, all with a pinch of darkness. This is Dark Theory. Okay, so uh, and dami nang nating na-discuss. Uh, there's this your thing hmm. about college. There's this dear stranger thing. Uh, and then your your brief anime life. <laughs> What is anime life? A brief anime life involves romance. I didn't have romance there. Uh, Only friendship. Only friendship. Oh, well... Does Attack on Titan may romance? <laughs> um, that's just bad. It's super bad. And it wasn't set in Japan, by the way. Oh, nga, nga pala. Like, so, ah, so, so, dapat pala, if, you, if you're going to live an anime life in Japan, yung mga tipong Kimi no Nawa. Pwede. <laughs> Minus Pwede the meteor, of course. Yeah, I mean, come on, scary. Ayun. So, But, yeah, why not? Ayun. So, ayun yan. Dami na natin pag-usapan. Your, 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 the things that you do after college. Uh, dear stranger, yung life mo sa Japan. Now, let's talk more about your passion for fashion. Let's start with fashion. Oh, really? Ayun. Kasi, okay. uh, here's the thing. Uh, back in college, um, I knew that you had this thing for fashion. Oh, yeah. Because I can see your notes. <laughs> Whenever I And borrow... probably the way I wear clothes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whenever... You, you know what? Whenever I borrow notes from you, okay. Pero uh, ng notes or something. Oh, sige, sige. And then, photocopy. Bigay sa photocopier or something. What? Tapos, tapos pagdating sa akin, I was in the library studying. And then, ah, okay. Ganito pala yan. Pag turn ko ng page, Shit, my drawing. <laughs> Tapos, ito ba? I will not apologize. Oh nga, ito pa yung thing dyan. Ito pa yung funny thing dyan. Uh, I know na, doon ko nalaman, doon ko na-realize na it's your passion. Because, for example, ito yung drawing. Andito yung notes mo, as in nakarap dun sa drawing mo. As in, parang priority yung drawing mo. And then yung, yung notes mo talagang ultimo gumilid na, gumit na na dun sa notebook kahit maliit na lang yung pieces. Nakaganon na dun yung notes mo. Pero walang, walang nagalaw dun sa drawing mo. So I was like, sabi ko, okay, ang galing nito. Yeah. <laughs> no, wala kasing budget for sketch pads pa noon. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I couldn't help it. I'm... Mm. Um, 
when I was young, I think 12, I dreamt of um, really wanting to be a, a fashion designer or yeah, like, that's that's that was my childhood dream. So I self-studied in doing uh, fashion illustrations. And I don't know, along the way, um, after... But I wasn't allowed to study it. I mean, I tried to convince <laughs> my, you know, you know, I, but I'm the eldest because, you know, the, True. you know, the, Game. you know, the pressure for being the eldest in a Filipino family. So, plus point. Plus 100. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, I did try to convince, but I wasn't allowed. So, all I could do was draw and draw and draw. And, Um, I also got like I was so disappointed one way or another on myself na like I, I only studied properly blah 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 I did what I could but I felt so empty so what I did was you know I doodled a lot and I did a lot of drawings and that's why after I graduated from college <laughs> I studied styling and I applied for a brand instead of working for you know what normally would have been like a probably an NGO or probably apply for a foreign service exam. I mean, I, I I applaud our classmates or schoolmates who've done that, but um, that back then it wasn't for me. Like I wanted to try something that was for me. So, and I didn't really dream of becoming a fashion designer anymore. But it was still there. It was lingering. So while I was working, I tried competing. In a compet uh, in a fashion competition um, held uh, organized by I think folded and hung. So mm. I was one of the so I was one of the finalists there. I got to see my work now walked by a model. And it felt good. I was also mistaken for one, but never mind that. But yeah. Because I was so thin there. I was small, but I was so thin, so I was surprised because I was small. How, how can I model that time? Uh-huh. But anyway, I, I was part of the finalist, and after that, um, I well, um, I just did it because I wanted to be challenged and see if it was still for it was for me. And then somewhere along the way, I did styling parin. And then After Japan, I came back. I studied the technicals because I cannot just draw. I wanted to be able to make clothes. Mm-hmm. So no, but like no one in like my my relatives didn't really know about me wanting to do that. So I studied making the technical one. So I studied in ICE uh, Institute of Creative Entrepreneurship because they really taught passion in a very business way, mm-hmm. in a business manner. Like they, they. If you want to do this, you have to consider that you have to sell, you have to make things. So technique, I really studied the technical parts. I studied how to sew a dress, how to sew a suit, all those things. Mm-hmm. And and when I was able to sew, I I didn't uh, I couldn't continue right away for the next um, terms because I only studied for two terms. Uh-huh. I have two more terms left, so I stopped and then. During pandemic, I I applied for the competition in Tokyo, mm. and I didn't know I would get in. I only applied for just so I could be challenged because the concept was so interesting. The concept was I had to design something 
that is made that was made of their local fabric. So where do you get that local I, fabric? What? What? Where, where do you, I get? Yeah. They will actually when I got in, they sent the fabric to me. Wow. Yeah, I just had to request the length that I needed. So they they sponsored like they gave everything, mm-hmm. and then and the funny thing was. I was able to make the dress, but I finished the dress on the day that it was supposed to be shipped out. <laughs> so it was such a close call. So what happened? They 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 still counted it as an entry. No, no, I was able to ship it, and um, if you if you look at my Instagram, um, it was walked by one of the uh by a Japanese model. She's actually a uh she's actually a uh, a well-known model there in in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, and then I got third place. Wow, you knew. Yeah, so yeah, I so I was that. the third place, and then the first and second place was uh, were were from Singapore. I even made friends with the 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 top one. Wow. Yeah, they were younger than me. I mean, I was 28, so. But I still wanted to try. I mean, there's no age limit, so why not, right? I wanted to be just. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. I realize in fashion what I really like the most. I, I mean, I want to probably eventually I would want to be a creative director for my own brand. But what I really like about fashion is studying it and at the same time doing design research and development. I mean, I like discussing how a certain product is developed and where it's from, what inspired it. Like the design thinking of fashion, that's what interests me the most. It's not just I am not the glitz and the glamour because it's not all about that. It's the the thing that happens behind the camera, mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Yeah. So now I'm trying because I have my attic. Besides doing my art, uh, I'm working. I'm studying on how to do um a sustainable brand. <laughs> If that makes any sense. <laughs> so yet again, here you are living another dream. Like Kanina, <laughs> you were you were living the anime life dream or something, and then right no. now you're living, or you have lived, na or currently living the. It's not enough. <laughs> the dream ng every girl. I I mean every little girl I know. Uh, Especially they want to be a designer. My nieces, they like they like to draw these dresses and all. They they wanted to be designer, a designer. And then mm-hmm. uh, there's this one niece that I um, yung anak siya ng cousin ko. And then sabi niya sabi nung laging sinasabi ng ng cousin ko sa kanya na oh yung tito makimo nasa ABS or something like that. So whenever I see that girl, sabi niya sa akin. How do they dress? Anong 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 itsura? Ganyan, ganyan. Can you send me a photo mm. of this? Uh, okay, sige, I'll just minsan I'll just go go towards my office mate na who dressed nicely that day. This bingo. Can I take a photo of you? I'll, I'll send you. <laughs> <laughs> Kasi they, she gets to check and then uh, pag nagkita kami or pumasyal siya dito sa bahay from from the north. Um Uh, she share niya sa note. Meron siyang, meron siyang, meron siyang little notebook like the one you had before. And then andun yung mga drawings niya. And, all. 
And then um, her mom was starting to ask me, "Di ba yung school mo sa sa Binild may fashion?" Tapos magkano tuition don? Tapos sabi ko, tapos sabi ko, "Ate yung dun, yung dun." Mission go to ice. Uh, sabi ko sa kanya, alam mo, uh, if you're planning to enroll Erica sa sa Binild, uh, hindi enough yung work mo. Kailangan mong magwork ng eight to 5 6 to 10 tapos <laughs> 10 to 6 <laughs> no but you know Binil is very generous when it comes to scholarships so if mm-hmm. she can apply for a scholarship why not right yeah so yeah um yeah um fashion has always been like my um how do you say unrequited love so mm-hmm. how so uh, i i Um, it's unrequited because it's not yet, you know, like my way of expressing my love towards it is so slow and so one-sided at the moment. But because of being able to, you know, compete, I, even though every, like my friends or, fam- or my family would tell me, no, you can do it, you can do it. It's still not enough. Like I would find ways to prove to myself or to, reassure myself that it was it's for me one way or another so mm-hmm. being able to compete and to be part of the top three honestly and competing with younger ones at that um it give gave me a bit of reassurance that you know if i do want like when i decide to give my heart to it even more then one way or another it will love me back <laughs> I yeah I'm I'm the romantic in that sense because uh of course it's scary it's scary to give your you give your all on something that you're not sure if that's going to you know give something back yes true okay what can yeah but what can we do I'm we're, we're all human and we dream and. The only thing for the thing to stop lingering is to actually do it. Mm. And I don't want it to be just a dream. I, I want it to be something that becomes um a life for me. Mm. We'll see. I mean, because fashion is also a way of storytelling. That's why I like it. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that. No, it is. Because you don't just create clothes out of nothing. You... Now, kasi, when it comes to branding, there has to be a, there has to be a story. It cannot be without a story. It cannot be na wala lang. Because you pull in audience, you pull in consumers, you pull in your clients because of the story that you tell through your clothes. And they want to be able to experience the story and to be able to share the story. That's the main thing. Yeah, I think um, yung ganyang... Uh, perspective. Narinig ko yan when I uh, I had this um, parang two-hour masterclass with Virgil. Uh, mm-hmm. Virgil Abloh. Uh, sa mm-hmm. Ireland before. And then sabi nga niya, um, fashion is not just about dressing up. It's about mm-hmm. telling the story behind who, who is dressing up. Like parang mm-hmm. uh The way you dress is your own story. I mean, yeah. if 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 this uh, plain black shirt I'm, that I'm wearing right now, 
um, tells my story and then hinubad ko siya, binigay ko sa katabi ko, it would tell another story. Parang ganun yeah. yung perspective niya. So I was like, okay, ayun. Now I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, kasi when I was studying um, eh, in fashion school, that was the most important thing uh, even in of course in marketing when you combine marketing and your and your brand mm-hmm. uh, it's really about telling the value like you telling and be, being able to share the value of what you're making what you're creating um, um, yeah because the story adds the adds to the value that already exists mm-hmm. for me my dear stranger knowing the story even more would would add more value to to ano to the to the collection mm. yeah and being able to share it and people being able to talk about it is um it's one way or another it's engaging in mm. itself and can can you can you say the same uh towards your passion for arts yeah the, the thing i have mm, sorry i'm mumbling What I told my friend about it was that actually one of the f- co-founders of um uh, him. What I told them when it came to art, because uh, fashion was something that I was chasing after, but when when it came to art, art was something that was creeping in me. I mean, I'm not, I'm not technic, I'm not technically um, trained when it came to art, mm-hmm. but. I was surrounded by very um, interesting and very human friends. <laughs> um, so art was something that crept into me without me realizing until the moment that I was already doing something with my hands. Mm-hmm. It was something that made me, um, helped me become sane because I was always um, overwhelmed with so many things going on around me. Um, whether it was emotional, whether it was about family, whether it was about society, etc. Um, while when fashion was something I was chasing after, art was something that was creeping into me. And um, I don't know, the next thing I knew, I was already doing it. And I couldn't help it because there was there were always different um images and visions and um, senses that I wanted to share mm-hmm. that words that write even writing that words couldn't you know couldn't express so if I didn't have art I'd I'd probably be more insane than I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah um, my passion for art is just it's not look it's not lukewarm at all it's just a It became something that's just become part of me. Mm. I I I can't help but do it, and I can't help be scared of it. But at the same time, I can't get rid of it. Mm. Yeah, Ayan. if that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, with all of the creative creative things that you've done, um, yeah. uh, how do you deal with creative block? <laughs> So creative block. Um, yeah, because in my in my in your case, case uh, <laughs> I the last time the last episode 
before season 3 of the Progress Neighborhood Podcast, the last episode that I produced was May pa. As in, so... <gasps> and knowing that... Um, I, yeah, my my listeners are expecting every... um an episode yeah. almost every day. Ayun. Nasanay oh, no, sila... Nasanay sila from since the first episode. Season 1. Yeah, season 1. Uh, it's almost every day. Um, like... Monday, Wednesday, Friday, there's a new episode of the Progress Neighborhood Podcast. Ayun. And then, nagulat sila biglang nawala ng May. <laughs> so, um, what I learned is, when it comes to creative block, um, I know that it happens from time to time. I mean, it happens to me as well. But what I can say is that one way or another, you have to consider that doing art or whatever creative thing that you're doing you have to do it in a way that it's it has become your lifestyle that it has become part of your routine it cannot be just something that you do on an impulse you have to imbibe it in your system for you to be able to create it and if what like because um it's different when you just do something because you're inspired and then what if you're not inspired so you won't do anything you get it? Mm-hmm. So it's more of a, you create it as part of your routine. I have this artist friend. He, even if if he's like, he has a creative block, doesn't matter. Like, he would still get up at, in the morning and spend three to four hours in front of his, uh, in his studio. Whether it's just doing lines or whatever, just make something. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be bad. Just allow yourself to make something. Whether, if you're a writer, if you can write anything, at least just write a bunch of words that just pop pops into your head. Uh-huh. So that's one thing, like creating it as your 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 lifestyle. The other probably um, you have to surround yourself with people who are constantly doing. Mm-hmm. It's it's allowing yourself to be influenced by people who are uh, who kept uh, who keeps on making and making and making and making, because. Um, one way or another, like when you keep on making and making, whether it's good or bad, one way or another, someone will see it. Mm. It doesn't matter if it's the the year twenty twenty twelve or the year twenty twenty five. Next, one way or another, in between those years, one will see some something from your works, and one of them will be something that would be the big thing for you. So I guess you just have to be constantly surrounded with people who will influence you to do more. Because you see them, then you get... Allow yourself to be envious. Yun. Like, I think envy... <laughs> no, ano? Mahiya ka naman, no? Tiga mo, parang No, no, no. I'm not saying... No, I'm not saying... Kasi we have bad days. Everyone has bad yeah, days, right? Yeah, but I think it's... I, I've learned that envy is also a good thing to have because when you have envy I mean not the bad guy like not the extreme kind of envy but envy because someone is doing what you can do as well or someone is doing something that you wish to do for yourself and even better so yeah allow yourself to be to uh, no, to be a bit envious because mm. it will drive you to do something to make something to create something Sabi ni ano, nung artist friend ko, his name is Paolo. He would he would say, like 
before when I was younger, I would complain about like not being able to make anything. Ganyan. He would say, sabi niya, basta gawa ka lang ng gawa. Gawa lang ng gawa. Yun lang yun. As, in, as simple as that. Gawa lang ng gawa. And it struck me the most because totoo naman. Ano pa gagawin mo? Oo nga. Diba? Yun lang naman, diba? <laughs> I mean, parang, parang it makes sin- more sense. Parang sinasabi ni Kate when I, whenever I stop doing like podcast, kunyari, in a week. Sabi niya, but but di ka na nag-upload or something eh. Sabi ko, yeah. ah, parang pagod ako or something eh. Pagod ka? O delete mo na. <laughs> okay. No, pero... Sige, no. Sige. Uh, <laughs> lilipas din to and all. Ayun. Tapos, what I do is like, uh, I listen to fellow podcasters. Lalo na yung mga tinulungan ko along the way. And, uh, whenever I listen to them, I, I interact with them and then, um, what pushed me to push for season 3 uh, last July is may nagtanong na parang uh, sabi niya yung progress neighborhood hinahanap daw nung, nung wife niya parang wala na daw wala na daw siyang pinapakinggan pag <laughs> nagdadrive siya sabi ko may, may nakikinig pala sa akin <laughs> ayun so start ko yeah. season 3 and all with Mitch you uh, I, I, I opened yeah, I season 3 uh, yeah, I saw, I saw. You with Mitch. Mitch De Hoya? Yes. Oh, si Mitch yeah. So, um, yeah, um, I think the one thing you can do is um, you have to create a routine. It helps a lot. Even with your podcast, you have to create a schedule because this, that schedule that you will stick with will compel you to do something whether you like it or not. Oh. Whether you have the energy or not. Wala kang wala kang choice and then eventually one eventually kapag you know you've earned more than you've expected then probably my choice ka na <laughs> pero right now diba it's like what else can you do but do that uh-huh. it's like painting until you die it's like when um this is famous um uh, Miyazaki the animator Ayaw. Hayao Miyazaki so I I've read that after even after he retired he would still go every morning to his studio to sketch and sketch and sketch until the until i don't know 5 p.m 6 p.m like normal work hours even after he retired mm-hmm. so that's how he was so devoted um when he was still working he did the same thing and even after he, he still did the same thing so it's really about being a uh, creating it creating a routine for yourself that would allow you to maximize the kind of creative that you are mm-hmm. or at least the kind of creative you want to be okay so with everything that has been said on this episode any advice on younger creatives that is technically you know eyeing eyeing on um, taking the same path like fashion you- and arts yeah uh, it's hard. I mean, right now, I mean, I can't say I'm, you know, I can't say I, I'm a successful one. I'm still doing what I can to be, really, like, to be there. Mm. But I guess what I can say is that um, value the concept of delayed gratification. 
Mm, that's, that's one good. thing because mm-hmm. um, nothing will ever come instantly like the good things don't really come instantly there's fame fine that's instant but whether you like it or not even fame came after the hard work mm-hmm. so just keep on doing what you do and you know try keep on reminding yourself that this is something that you love And you have to remind yourself that it's not—it's really not going to be easy. But knowing that you love what you're doing, I guess makes that like makes the road a little bit better. So yeah, delayed gratification—that's one thing. And never, never compromise your value. Never, never compromise the value of yourself and the works that you are doing, because when you When you recognize and even acknowledge the value that you do, whether you're a painter, you're a designer, creative, mm-hmm. any of those things, when you acknowledge that you have that value, then you know it. Everything will fall with will will um, follow through in a sense that's good for you. Because I, I come on, like even in like in the music industry, but there are producers who. Compromise the kind of like compromise their value, but still give out the work that they do. It's like they're they're looking down on themselves, which is not a good thing. Because if you are creative and you know other creatives are suffering, but the only way to do is help each other uplift yourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, by recognizing your value. Yes, recognize your value. You work hard. Recognize your value. Because right now, yeah, that's that's also my problem. Because you know, my self esteem is. You know, I'm still working on my self-esteem, but I know, and I've experienced it already. You know, when people like look down on what you do, and you know, they just think that you can, you do it because it's easy. You know, it's not like that. You have to recognize that this is hard work. Whether you're a model, whether you're a photographer, cinematographer, filmmaker, designer, all those creatives, graphic designer, set a value for yourself that you know is, you know. That's worth you. Mm-hmm. That's worth everything you do. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I think that's that's ultimately and and always have faith. I guess I, I'm not saying you have faith in God or anything. I'm just saying that have faith in something It makes you move more. Have faith in something. <laughs> well, that yeah. that's a good takeaway. Have faith in something. So before we end yeah. this episode, uh, do you have anything to promote? Um, oh, love. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, right now, um, dear stranger, my collaboration with him. Dot ph. Um, it's still up and it's still running. Uh, on site, and you can find the you can find the link on my uh, Instagram profile. So you can just find the website there. Click that and check out the shirts. The the, the shirts. <laughs> You can find uh, my favorite khaki colors, and um, don't just support me, the artist, but support the brand itself because they're the ones who are le- like I've looked up to them for a long time, and they promote and advocate wear, share, and care. So it's style and sharing ca- kindness and you know caring. So yeah, I hope you guys support the collaboration and support the brand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank sana, you. <laughs> sana all pwedeng going model si Suyen. Ah, no. I mean, 
guys. Yeah. Being slim is hard work. Mm-hmm. I don't get to eat everything I want. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> even at twenty nine, even at twenty nine, I mean, I I got a bit bigger, but yeah, it's hard work. <laughs> it's effort. True. It's not magic. <laughs> it's effort. <laughs> Ayan. So this has been another episode of the Progress Able Podcast. The podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcast. Until the next episode, bye. Let's talk about creatives, tech, sports, lifestyle, and everything in between and learn new things that could help you understand and develop your craft and skills as you listen to real-life stories of creators, innovators, and game changers as they share their success strategies and reflect on their mistakes and failures so you don't have to. Only here on the Progress Neighborhood Podcast.